Behind him hung an iron rack upon the wall which held a second hat, his holstered gun, and a large round ring with a single key to the cell upon it. Undeniably, it was the cruel words of mean less Thurgood that brought Frankie out of his safe and contented daydream. Hey, Sheriff Silas, gonna join us? Frankie realized he was standing lock-kneed, hands on hips, stalwart and upright in the doorway of the office. Once again, cackles and chuckles nearly defeated Frankie. He sullenly and reluctantly joined the others. Now, said Miss Penter, I can think of a few little boys who could stand to be incarcerated. More giggles. Does anyone know what incarcerated means? A pitiful silence overtook the small crowd. But Frankie's timid voice answered, Imprisoned, jailed. Les and James knew, quite unremorsefully, that Miss Penter was referring to them. They excitedly asked if they could go into the jail cell. The entire class, including Frankie, became frantically emphatic that they'd be allowed to see what it would be like in the cell. Miss Penter hoped it would serve them well to experience a little confinement, so she agreed. It was quite a tight fit for the mob of 22 students, an overweight bus driver, and one petite teacher. Once inside the cell, two little girls took solace on the single, iron-framed cot that solely stood in the cell. A few children shielded their eyes as the still, tenacious sun beamed through the high, small-barred window at the back of the cell. Miss Penter attempted to continue to teach the students. Can you imagine being locked in here for days on end? No water, no bathroom, no air conditioning. A collective moan rose from the group. Then Les, in his infinite wisdom, shouted, No, but let's find out! And he swung the cell door closed.